0: Hello and welcome to uh The Beginning, the very first um podcast or episode of Mythosophy. Um it's uh yeah, it's been a long time in the process and for various reasons it's been a bit slow getting it up and started, but um but we're here. The 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 first the first installment is ready for you. Um and uh yeah just 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 in general i mean this you know it's going to be um it's going to be a, a it's going to be a journey it's going to be you know we're going to meet people from different backgrounds different walks of life um people that are you know doing things a bit differently there might be there might be pro- like projects they're involved in or there could just be you know that they, they could have just ultimately be a really really good person and just a really beautiful soul and uh it's 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 just tapping into how they do it it's it's, it's tapping into how they yeah to how they that's just how they're doing their just doing their thing really um and again you know it's said in a little promo like you know if you can if you can listen to these conversations and and take some of that into your own life and your own being. Um, then I suppose that, again, that's the that's the kind of ultimate aim and goal of this, you know, spreading good vibes, spreading good people. And just having this platform of, 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 of expression and of freedom. And uh, so, yeah, you know, please, honestly, just just come along for the ride. Um, if you hear a podcast and think it might, might be beneficial to somebody, you know, if someone, for instance, is going to be starting with the music industry, um or you know wants to get you know a grounding or footing in that then you know if, if if a podcast resonates then yeah please share it with them um so yeah just just thank you for taking the time and for listening um this first um this first podcast is going to be with a a guy called george crossland who is a part of a band called pink lemonade there are there are two pieces from south london um he's a very beautiful soul Um, and, uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're doing it a bit differently. They're not, they're not got, they've not gone down the classic route of big record company, um, of big album. They're, they're kind of finding their way through the kind of YouTube avenue of, um, of, of the music industry. So again, it's, it's just doing it different. They're just doing it a different way. It's a different slant on the kind of, um, on the kind of normal way that you would think people will be doing it um, in the music industry so yeah we, we we go on a range of different different kind of paths and and, and ways um, we speak about his influences we speak about um, about about what it takes to to be a YouTube artist what it involves what's what's the what's the what the process is um, and yeah, we just we just go on a bit of a bit of a conversation around music and around influence and inspiration and um and yeah, I, I I I certainly found it a very, very uh interesting, fascinating conversation. And I do hope that you find it equally as 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 riveting um as it was you know, a pleasure for me to record it with him. So um so yeah, this is the first one. So uh it's very exciting, it's very nervous it's very nerve-wracking um but yeah it's a it's a very exciting uh, thing to do and project to be part of and uh yeah I just really really uh yeah appreciate you know you even tuning in to watch this and then to you know hopefully to listen to um, to the podcast with George so yeah this is this is part one um part two will be coming out maybe sometime next week or something um, it, it would normally be a, a, a regular kind of standpoint, but uh, you know, because we're in we're in lockdown it might be a good thing just to kinda of get it out there in quick succession really. Um so yeah, this is part one. Um I really hope you enjoy it and as I said before, you know, just just thank you for yeah, for even giving this the time of day. So with all my heart, thank you. Three, two, one. <laughs> See, there we go. Okay, so that's, that's definitely it. the start of it. Yeah. Okay. Hello, George. All right. <laughs> so, welcome to Philosophy Podcast. Thanks for having me. You are the you are the initial, you're the I'm, start.
1: I'm honoured. You're the first one. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. You're doing what you want to do, and it's impressive.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's it's it's, it's sort of been yeah, it's been on the cards for a while. Mm-hmm. just like you know when you, li- you just keep listening to things you think i could do that i'm pretty sure i know enough people where i can actually sit down and have a good just a good chat about stuff
1: like i said earlier before you're 98 of the people that say they want to start a podcast aren't doing what you're doing right now yeah bought the gear mm. doing it you're sitting down with one of your friends and mm. you're going for it
0: yeah head first knee deep in technological stuff we had a
1: pretty I mean, we got there in the end. <laughs> Even my nerd skills were tested slightly, has to be said.
0: Yeah, it was pretty, pretty testing, really. Um, you're, a, you're a music man, mate. Indeed. Self-proclaimed. Self-proclaimed music man. I think I could back that up too. Uh, you've, been in, you've been in a couple of bands, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I've been finding my way through the music industry. Hmm. Either working with people, working without people i think i finally got to the point where i know what i want to do and it's just working with me and one other person basically okay how did you how did you um so you you start in a band
0: called big Tooth. yeah um most notably after your lovely pair of front teeth of course (laughs) (laughs) and uh and then so yeah how did how did how did that go and how did that transpire because that 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 was your first foray into the music
1: it was yeah that basically was i knew i was a songwriter and I wasn't really a confident enough singer and I thought to make it in the music industry to make it as a band you need an incredible singer and a really good songwriter mm. so I found some I found the best singer I could mm. said let's team up mm. and let's do it and it was great it sounded good but sadly I don't think it wasn't genuine enough just because of how I put it together if that makes sense okay so that's the reason it kind of fell apart. But mm. the days it was good; it was really good. Yeah. But um, it was it was it was built. I built the band because I thought you need to get all the best people together, and then surely that's fine. That's all you need. Mm. But it, it's all about the story, and it's all about where you came from and why you're doing it and what you represent. And we represented good songs with a good singer, when really we we're kind of just a songwriting team in the end, rather than like performing like best friends just going out and doing it mm. if that makes sense yeah. but the de- but they were so good we did some really good days mm. and we had some meetings with some really big wigs um, but I think they all kind of said what I was saying now and I never took it on board they were like every time we sat down with a big wig and we got schmoozed they said what's the story what's your story as big tooth and I was like well um after uni I put together a band because I knew I could write songs and I needed a really good singer and they were like, oh, ah, that's right. not going to quite fit. Okay. But through that, I met one of my best friends, Adam. Mm. And then that's how we made Pink Lemonade. Yeah. Because we bonded over common interests, mm. bonded over music, bonded over a, a, an idea of what we wanted to do as artists. Yeah. And it happened naturally. And that's how it's always supposed to be, in my opinion. What did you What did you learn when 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 you're meeting with these
0: initial bigwigs as you put them? Yeah. And and you were you were going through these initial like, yeah, meetings and yeah, I don't know. What what did you, what did you learn f- from
1: that that you then took into Pink Lemonade? I learned that no one's going to do it for you. Mm. No one's going to wipe your ass for you. Mm. No one's going to give you any favors. Right. No one's going to do it. They I, they would say, "How many fans have you got?" I'd say. I don't know how many people could you bring to gig? I was like, uh, I don't know. How many plays are you getting on Spotify? And I, was like, I thought you were going to help me with that. And they were like, no, 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 Minimal effort from us, maximum yeah. gain. That's what, they might as well just said that from right. the go.
0: That should be their little tagline. That should
1: be, they should have it on a badge, honestly. <laughs> because <laughs> I thought, you get a meeting with a big wig, they're going to give you loads of money, re-record all your songs, give you yeah. a fan base. And it's just not how it works. You have to do it on your own. Right. You have to figure it out and do it on your own. Mm. And, and 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 how
0: how did you kind of figure out how to approach that and attack that from,
1: from well, like I was saying before, I realized that there was no sto- there was no story when mm. I was talking to these big wigs so I said to Adam I said look like you said what I learn I've learned that this needs to be a genuine journey and people need to relate to you these songs need to be about me mm. about my anxieties about my life about my friends about my girlfriends about my friend's girlfriend, whatever. And they, it needs to come from a real place. Yeah. And so we stopped the band. Mm. Me and Adam started Pink Lemonade, mm. and we said this is going to be about our lives, and Pink Lemonade is going to be an insight into us as artists. Yeah. Nice. Okay. And so now, when we talk, when we get approached in emails or anything, the first thing they say is sorry you guys seem really cool. I can really, I really like what you guys are doing online. I like what you guys are putting out there. I feel like we already know you. Yeah, interesting. And then that part, that whole part of those big wig meetings that I used to have mm. have been done before I even start talking to them. Yeah, okay. Because they feel like they know who I am.
0: Mm. So and you, so you, you, you sort of, you sort of saw the, the shortfalls before, whereas, you know, you, you go to these meetings and they yeah. say, so, so, so what are you going to bring to us? Yeah, yeah. And with with these meetings now, you've actually brought something because you've created this yeah this this, this brand, this pink lemonade, this yeah. online presence.
1: And it's sort of like it's before I would be emailing and bringing up people saying, "Let's meet me. I've got this band. Let's do this." And mm. now it's the other way around because we've made it. This is us. This is our fans. If you want in, you've got to come find us. Yeah, you've got to you've got to crack the egg and come talk to me. Yeah, good. I like
0: that. Okay. It's a nice way of approaching it. Because, yeah, I think, I, think, I, think the, I think the way that people would, would view it is how you said before. Like, you would, like, okay, great, I'm going to meet someone and then they're going to do it all for me. Mm. And great, because I'm a good musician. I've got lovely songs, you know, and then it's going to be all done for
1: me. And, yeah, great. I remember one guy said, um, he's like, everyone can write songs. Interesting. And it really hurt me. I was like, yeah, yeah, but I, but I, but I, but <laughs> but I said... But me? But I, 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 literally said, I, was, I was like, I've got a singer that's as good as a Dow. Yeah, I've got, and I can write some of the best songs you're ever gonna hear. A little yeah. bit like ballsy, whatever. I was feeling myself. He mm. yeah, but everyone can write songs, and everyone can sing. I was like, oh, oh, right, okay, right, right.
0: There's the bombshell. Okay, start again.
1: Yeah, exactly. Back to drawing board. Mm. And it was from it. It was a guy. A guy took me up to the top of um, what is it, Shoreditch House? Yeah, and I had this meeting with me. Schmoozed me. It was a swimming pool. I felt like the. I felt like the. I felt like the shit, man. Right. And, Paul in there as well, yeah. Yeah, so everything, and um, yeah, and he said that to me, and that's when it started. And I was like, oh right, I need to, I need to do something real and something genuine. Okay. I need to figure it out on my own.
0: So, so did you did did you change your songwriting style, or or did you or did your songwriting style, but 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 did you? Yeah, did you did you change your songwriting style after that, or? Cause, I can't because because what did you what did you base your songs on when you were like say before Big Tooth and then after? Before when I
1: was in Big Tooth, it was um, I need to write songs that are gonna that are gonna make radio, so they need to be short, and needs to be all chorus, and people need to be dancing and going crazy at the gigs. Mm. I was writing for them. Okay. So like what John Mayer says, he says. Two songs for you, one song for me. Two songs for you, one song for me. That's his, like, is it popping? No. And that's his ethos, which is I'm going to give you what you want because I have fans that see me in a different way to I see myself. Okay. And then I'm going to give you a song that is really personal to me and what I want to do. Mm, okay, that I like that. Sense. But when I was in the band, it was the songs were all you, all about them. Yeah. Made up stories, love mm. stories that people could connect to. Yeah. It was so, like I was, i'm sound like i'm really shitting on it but it was a great time no of course and we did some yeah. really good gigs Did some really good We're shows great. yeah great band but yeah. it, just, it just didn't it didn't have a story man okay it just didn't have a story and so i my songwriting changed because i started writing in in albums okay with pink lemonade mm. that was the massive switch it was like not like Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin, like kind of um, concept albums or anything. Yeah. But like, there's going to be a story that is told within an album. Yeah, nice. And then you're able to kind of construct highs and lows, mm. and they all kind of tie into each other and it all makes sense.
0: Because that, because, because, isn't that, that's, that, that's kind of what it what it used to be about when when i used to listen to music you used to get an album and you used to press play and then from one to ten it would tell a story you know it, it, would, yeah. it would it would it would unfold you know mm. whatever it might be um and yeah i think i think that's what i found most captivating when i you know listen to an album or something is mm. is, 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 is you could just press play from start to finish and be like okay i've just been involved in a yeah. story i've just been involved in a yeah in a journey and, really. but
1: these albums stand out those kind of al- albums really stand out because at the moment. Albums are collections of hits Yeah right They're collections of songs Mm. For the last eight years Nine years I'd say Albums have just been Singles Yeah And an album that comes out After a year and a half's worth Of singles already doing well Mm. And it's kind of like a playlist Drake released an album But he called it a playlist Serious Because he just had all his hits on it It's an album Yeah But then now Artists like Little, uh, Little Sims Ty the Creator Frank Ocean mm. they're all slipping through and getting number ones yeah because they're telling stories and it's refreshing and we need that again it's almost
0: like a return back to how it used to be it no? is it's like a it's like a ah we, this this is the forgotten yeah. art of you know music making and mm. creating
1: the internet came mm. Spotify came a million songs a day were being uploaded right the last five years or something, it might be even more now. And so, it was a time where it was about giving people as much stuff as possible. Mm. I'm just going to give you everything I have, put it in a place, doesn't even matter if it's cohesive or not. Yeah. And now we've leveled out, uploading free music and Spotify is chilling out a bit. People yeah. are writing projects, people are taking time. Yeah.
0: And that's the key as well is time, I think. Yeah. yeah. Because, because, I mean, you know, you know, you're, I think, I, I think you're in a, if you're, if you, if, you, if you're locked into a contract of some sort uh, which you know say is like you need to produce four albums in the space of eight years that's that's a lot of mm. creativity to potentially do you know it's a lot of pressure to put on someone
1: there was a there's a group called Brockhampton okay that um, released three free albums off their off their own back right. in 2017 from summer like July time to September they released three albums right blew up they did amazing. Signed a massive deal with RCA six mm. album deal mm. and everyone was like, oh my god They've been screwed by the old game. What the hell's going on? They were like, no There's 15 members in this band 15. I want there's 15 members of them. Well, wow. I want some pressure on My band to release some albums because we are good interesting. We need that we need someone saying you guys need to put some albums out Right and they can release solo albums and accounts uh, Okay so I think in a way, like, I would love to be roped into a six al- album. Deal. Oh, you would? Oh, that's
0: a that's desirable thing, is it? Yeah.
1: I think now, yeah. Okay. Only in, only because like, well, actually, no, it's, it's a flip side. The pressure of a six album deal, knowing that you can't really fall off the edge of the earth mm. if you're relevant. Yeah. Like, because, only because I have the mindset of, I know how to promote myself okay and I would sign a deal where you're doing it all on your own and it's all on your terms Which Brockhampton did that was the big difference okay but like say Kings of Leon's six-album deal mm. that could have ruined their career yeah right because it was all about um, they would only get the promotion they would only get the push if the last album did good enough okay so that was in their contract so mm. luckily they had three albums in the space of what two and a half years.
0: Yeah, they got some crazy. Yeah, some crazy. And ways. they and they blew up.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And now, the last three albums. I think their last album was their last album of their contract. Right. I'm pretty sure you will have to look into it. But um, I think I think
0: I think I think now they've got a, they've got a, a space of their own, which they're going to produce. They've got their own label, I think, which they're going to come out on. I could be wrong. I think I read that somewhere, but I could be wrong. That could be why. Yeah.
1: Because they're out of the contract or something. Right. But. Um, but there's contracts now like the brockhampton one where you own everything you do it like not own anything but you it's all under your terms You right. can take as long as you want mm. Like you do it all on your own because the industry is so bare now like they could tweet saying rca are fucking us over right and they and rca would get like ruined. like it would just be oh interesting mess. yeah okay because twitter and social media everything's so open mm. but the pr- the money and pressure the money you get from a six album deal would be amazing and the and the pressure knowing hmm. i think I think personally would be a really good thing
0: okay what have your um have your have your influences uh developed or or changed over the years uh and and what were your like initial uh i don't know what was it, what was the first piece of music you went all right that's great, and that's something I could really
1: do or when I was a teenager learning guitar and learned to write songs it was oasis
0: cool
1: i loved oasis so much because mm. dad was playing it yeah. around the house which i i was obsessed i still mm. am with liam gallagher's voice yeah no gallagher's songwriting
0: Here's his, his new one by the way that now i found you when you when you when you like put that to me i was like oof that's a that's a it's got it's some some song. banger yeah, it's, yeah. it's about
1: his daughter as well beautiful yeah the, the
0: the one he recently found isn't it yeah yeah well now that i found you yeah yeah durr, durr
1: um Yeah, it was all Oasis and then The Who, okay. The Kinks. I was into just like rock and roll. I loved mm. the band called The View.
0: i think on The View? Yeah, yeah. I was all, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I was all about just hard, screaming rock, whatever. Teen angst. I just loved it. Yeah. And then I listened to Revolver for the first time. Okay. With headphones I got from for my birthday, for my fifteenth birthday. Mm. And I listened to Revolver sitting in a chair just with them on. Right. And it changed everything. I was like, "Oh my god, harmonies and melody is okay. all I care about now." Who is who is Revolver? What's the what? The Beatles album Re- Revolver. Okay, all right. And then that was like year 11, so I was like 16 at this point. Hmm. And was then, that was that was like your first
0: Beatles introduction? Yeah. Right. And then quite an age to very impressive I know really like, like
1: I, I'm sh- I'm sure I listened to it before but I didn't appreciate it. <laughs> okay. Beatles. And then from there, the Beatles' um, stage and the Beatles' influence hasn't ended yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's ten years. Still going, yeah. Still going. Mm. Every every like month, I'll go back and listen through them all as a little education on what the fuck I'm doing. Right. I need a little reset. Do you go? Do you do you, go, do you go back and learn
0: new things each time,
1: or? Oh, every time. Every really? single time. Mm. You like if if you give it enough a break, you will basically listen to a new album again. Mm-hmm that's that's that can often be um the sign of a great of a great piece
0: is is when you when you pop back and you go ah so this 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 time i thought that but this time now it's completely mm. different
1: it's something like my brother's t- it's like 8 hours of original content what in total yeah of songs they wrote okay it's 8 hours mm. that's it that's that's it that's it like that's not including all their covers yeah so from uh with with the Beatles there was some originals mm. and then after like uh Hard Day's Night and all that kind of stuff, help yeah. revolver and all that. Yeah, eight hours or something. Well they
0: content. they they completely changed the face of music. They completely absolutely transformed it. They, they were as
1: important as politicians. Yeah, right. It was insane. Mm. And I wish I wish or like growing up, still now, I just wish I wish we had a credible artist that is like that. Yeah, do you know I think
0: I, I I I just think it was Liam Gallagher actually when I was I was I was listening to an interview um a couple of years ago and he was being his usual, usual mm. self, you know what I mean? And he was saying he was saying, you know, like music nowadays, man, there's no there's there's no there's no word from the council states, you know what I mean? Where's where's the where's the word from the council states? Yeah, where's man. the boys getting out and, you know, singing about pain and what you're going through, do you know what I mean? There's none of that.
1: And he's got a good point,
0: you know. There's no there's no like there's no yeah i don't know there is
1: you've got to find it though oh really okay. it's not shoved down your throat anymore okay you've got So, to like there are stuff. there are bands like that mm. but it's there it's in a different it's in a different world like it's people that are going to relate to it yeah aren't gonna go find it mm. but the flip side of that grime is basically that grime uh, music. okay Yeah. yeah fair enough so there are bands that are doing it Mm. And there's like Manchester-based bands that are doing it, yeah. But they're not really leaving Manchester, okay. But Grime came from London. Mm -hmm. Everyone gets on with Grime, America, and it's and it's people talking about their working-class lives and their Ah, working-class. Maybe you're right. Okay. Yeah, totally. And then you get the posh boy, rude boys from Richmond that dress, (laughs) they're now dressed like that. (laughs) Everyone's little cousin is like that now.
0: Tabitha, why are you wearing that black vest on? For goodness' <laughs> sake, <laughs> Torrance, remove that hoodie. <laughs> but Mummy, David Cameron said to hug him. <laughs> okay, so Beatles, um, who, who, who kind of like recently is is taking your imagination? Who, who, like what, what's what's the last thing you heard and went, oh, that's something different. That's something. Tyler could... the Creator.
1: Yeah, he changed it. He changed everything. He was he was the first youtube artist that made a world just from putting stuff out on youtube is that where he started youtube yeah youtube free like just free content put it out didn't Didn't even have didn't even sign he put his first record out like signed deal with sony Mm. two years after he was like quite big there's an album called goblin and that came out like 2011 i want to say and he was making crazy moves 2009-2010 Because he would just, he was like, okay, people aren't going to pay for anything. Mm -hmm. People want to dive into a world. People want something different. Mm -hmm. And they want to just watch it all the time. So Mm -hmm. he just flooded YouTube with content. It's me, not them. It's me against you, all this kind of stuff. Mm Anti-everything, made a complete splash, took over everything, free music, Who's the first to put in a mini collective? Where they all put out free albums. Because, hmm.
0: because is, 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 it, is it is it true now that is it true now that the money music is in, is in the live shows or not really at all? Is that because live I, and merch, live and merchandise? Because mm-hmm. I can I can I can remember Radiohead when they when they put out um, In Rainbows, and 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 that came out as a free out a free download, and I was like like at, at the time I was about to be like 15, 16 or I forget what now mm-hmm. some sort of age. And I was like, "That's that's quite that's quite a statement to do that because normally, you know, you 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 go to the shop and you pay, you know, whatever mm. it was for an album or you download or whatever it would be. But um, but yeah, when they did that, I was like, oh, that's quite. Interesting. And then and then I read, you know, some stuff around saying that, you know, the the whole torrent world and the and the mm. illegal downloading is is completely like shot up, and so there's actually not really much point in introducing. Just one, that.
1: Yeah, once again, Radiohead changed the game. Yeah, they set the precedent. They do mm. that all the time. Did it really? Yeah, they're still doing that now. Are you serious? Like. That was such a huge move when they put that out for free download because it meant people weren't going to download it illegally and, yeah. and like pre-masters and mix of pre-masters and unmixed and unmasked. Like people would download like torrent an album and it would just be a bunch and it'd be, some would be demos, some mm. would be pre-masters, mm. some would be like the final one and it was just a mess. Right. So they put it out for free and it was like, have it, come yeah. to us live. Hmm. You'd like they need like no no one wants no one's gonna pay for music anymore. Yeah, no one's gonna pay for music, and especially you gone. That but and that's why I want to be a YouTube artist. Yeah. Because that's where I can make my money. It's quite interesting. Isn't it? It's quite it's, it's it's quite a shift. Mm. It's a massive shift. The 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 people, market. Yeah, if... people pay for you, not your music, essentially. People pay for you, not the music. So like. Okay that's why like we were talking about before people need to know who I am mm. why they would enjoy being part of my world yeah I need to create a world that people want to be involved I need to create clothes they want to buy mm. I, I need to create video, videos them. they're going to watch yeah thank you um, and music they're going to and gonna... you're very funny with videos I must say
0: <laughs> Dean and I often often have a little, little yeah great
1: <laughs> that's the whole thing it's, you're, you, it's about creating a world now it's not enough just to put out music Fascinating Do not expect to be An artist A sustainable artist When all you do is put out music Unless you're ready ahead. Hmm A new artist It doesn't It It's It's near enough impossible Wow How are people going to find your music? Do you know what I mean? Mm.
0: It's, it's and, and especially Especially now that Now that um, You know This this whole World of YouTube And the The online world Has Like literally Shot up mm. And just completely take it like like we, we were talking earlier on about the about the the video game yeah, dudes yeah. who who are now what is it, they're now holding tournaments or something, you said.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like going to see a boxing match at the year two, but you'll be watching two people play uh like the newest game. Mm. Or like a tournament that will last twenty four hours of like Fortnite or something. that's yeah, mad, isn't it? Or Apex or like all that shit. And kind there was stuff. that there was that there was
0: that dude, wasn't there? There was that teenager who won um there was like a Fortnite World Cup, wasn't there, didn't mm-hmm.
1: that? Mm. And and he's Millions.
0: like a fifteen-year-old kid who won like three million quid mm-hmm. or dollars, or whatever. Yeah,
1: Something and that kid, head. that kid was earning. Oh, it might not have been him, but there was, there was Twitch streamers playing the same game, Fortnite, earning five million a year. There's, huh. there's YouTubers that take in. There's some that like the richest YouTuber. I think he it's like close to ten million a year. Really? Well, if you think about it, the reason I want to grow my YouTube channel yeah it's because it means I get to be completely independent yeah very much you so. like and also the stigma over so when I was saying signing a deal like an album deal or something you can still remain basically like all these people that I say Brockhampton, Tyler Creator, all these people that Stormzy all these completely independent artists skeptical that they are signed hmm. they do have record label backing right it's just all on their own terms
0: wow so that's it's, pa- pa- power to the artist yeah, though, yeah, so, yeah. So, so,
1: so like when I say I want to be completely independent, people are like, wow, sick. And then I say, Yeah, I would love to have like a six hour deal. They're like, Oh, so you just contradict yourself. But it's it's not, it's like all these artists do have album deals mm. because they all want fucking ten million pounds pushed behind all their videos and stuff. Yeah. They're not gonna get that from YouTube videos. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But to my original point was to be if I was completely independent, which I'm trying to be And grow my YouTube channel by doing videos that people want to see. Mm. When I put out a song that's my own. If I get 250,000 views on that. Mm. And I'm like a 2 million subscriber channel. I could get around 17, 18 grand for that video. Wow. The more subscribers I have, the more I'll get for it. Mm. 250,000 plays on Spotify. So 0.006p. So that's around what? I don't know. A million is a million plays is six grand. That's on Spotify, yeah. That's on Spotify. Mm-hmm. So and divide that YouTube. by four, right? Or divide it by yeah by four. Hmm. It's not it's not enough. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> the math. Fuck the calculator. That's not that's not enough money. Yeah. But on YouTube, hmm. they're paying me what it's worth. Yeah. Right. Because it's fans of mine that I've taken. Effort and time yeah. to build, and I'm getting genuine money for it. Yeah, I know it's not all about money, but it is.
0: <laughs> well, well, am a working look, artist. Look at the at the at the end of the day, you know, you're and then they, and then they, you're you're a very creative person. You're immensely talented, but then they, you you've still got a you know what I mean pay the bills. You still yeah, got exactly. you still got to eat. You still got to do all, all all those things that are required exactly. to live in this society we've we've built up. You know, and, and
1: gone, and I need time to make this content Yeah, exactly mm-hmm. and the only way you get time is by having money yeah and
0: and if 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 youtube are supplying more than spotify yeah. which which seems to be because considerable I'd, amount I remember ridiculous. you saying that that for one play on spotify it's 0.006p yeah but on youtube it's like 0.25p or
1: something or was it 12 what was it, is it 0. was well, it's it's just like a million plays on a song. So a million plays on my song on YouTube. Yeah. I could potentially get like depending on how many subscribers I have like mm. 30 grand. Yeah, well. And then a million plays on Spotify is 6 grand. Yeah. I mean there's the, it's, it's, that's the way up in it.
0: And if you So 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 ad- advice for people out there if you are going to su- if you if you like an artist and and you're you're going to support them and you're going to you know, want to try and, you know, help the artist do their mm. thing. YouTube, watch the get videos. YouTube. Yeah. And
1: also there's this thing called Patreon. Yeah, Patreon.
0: Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to try and get this kind of...
1: Well, is that exactly. It's... Up. That's the whole thing of people paying for the artist to carry on being the artist. Yeah. I'm not going to buy your music. I'm not going to mm. buy your podcasts. Mm. But I'm going to pay you to carry on doing it. Yeah, interesting. Essentially.
0: Yeah, right. Ah, that's how that works.
1: And I think there's always this push and pull, the John Mayer effect, like two for you, one for me, whatever. Mm. And I'm sure you will get that soon where you have a podcast or someone and you're like, I'm not like, I know I'm going to get a lot of listeners for this, but mm. so I'm not that interested in him. Or her, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And like on YouTube, I'll do like a video that I know will get a lot of plays. Mm. That I am set, like, I feel like it's credible. Like, I'll, sh- I'll like remake a song and show how the production is done with my bandmate. Yeah. he'll do most of it and um we'll make a youtube video and it'll be a really clickbaity song so post malone Mm -hmm. i think he's fine not my favorite artist in the world but i know he's massive on youtube yeah we remade his new single Mm -hmm. showed how to produce it the title is going to be called how to produce post malone circles whatever right get subscribers from it get views smart and then when it's time we put out our song smart and so so it's we at the moment it's about four for them one for us yeah
0: i i I never i never envisaged music being like that but you know Mm. if that's if that if that's something you've got to do to 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 you know to to help you continue and carry on and 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 produce and create and make then good on you but
1: like to be honest the reason i started doing that is because i was watching people do it and i was like that's not i can do that better yeah interesting that's it's just a, like what yeah. you said. You could you'll hear people doing podcasts, and you're like, I can do that. Yeah, I think I could do that.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, it's, it's the exact same thing. Mm. And that's why I started the YouTube channel, man. Because it's, it's and like my friend was like, What are you doing? Are you gonna take this seriously? <laughs> and he sat me down, took me for a walk, he's like, if you're gonna do this, you need to do this right. You need to take this seriously. Yeah. Do you wanna be a YouTuber? Do you wanna be on YouTube? Yeah, and that would be your thing. I was like, yeah, if I get to put out my own music and it's all under my terms, yeah. and I become a credible artist hmm. from having a YouTube channel, fuck yeah! Then so be it. Then so damn well be it. So, so you've you've
0: released so far. You've you've got one album, haven't you? One album out, yeah. And your second one coming soon. Yeah, second not? will be out. Second will be out.
1: Technical. Cool glitchy issues
0: No it's still going Still going still um,
1: yeah. yeah okay Cool Yeah first album Is out Second album Will be End of November It takes four weeks To go through Ah, oh, Should we have a pause Should we pause we Absolutely
0: We don't have a reason To go out You
2: and
1: I Play music Way too loud I know that it's so for you, but everything's alright. I love your face in every single